When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Looking for a judgment-free zone? Are you looking for a host that's an open book? Do you want to discuss the things that we all face in real life with a heavy dash of motivation? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Let Me Touch You podcast. Let's get started. Here's your host. Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome back to another episode of Let Me Touch You Podcast, where I'm joined by my favorite Leos. Let Styles go first today, since last week, you know, he wasn't talking too much. Yo, Styles, introduce yourself. Focus, Styles from the Brunch Hour Podcast. Um, Also... You know, got the little spin-off, happy hour, podcast, and things like that. How was that, Bart? It was good. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you for cooperating this week. Jay? What's going on? It's Jay Christian <laughs> of the Cognac Room Podcast. What's up, y'all? This week, we're here once again to discuss another episode, another chapter, sorry, from the book that we are currently reading called Attached. There's a couple of people who have been following along with the season. They keep asking, what's the name of the book? So I'm going to try to remember to mention it for every episode. Without mention it, guys, try to remember. Even though I put it on the description, but, you know, sometimes people don't like to read. So the book is called Attached, and this week we'll, we, we will be discussing Chapter 5, which is titled Cracking the Code. But before we get into that... Let's connect. Now it's time to connect. Let's connect. Before I play the clip, um, the person that submitted the question for last week actually reached out and they wanted me to thank you guys for the amazing advice that you gave. Because, you know, it's one thing hearing it from a girl, but they heard two different perspectives from, you know, the both of you. So both things that you guys said stuck out and Let's just hope and pray they take the advice and it works out for them. Right? Sweet. That was going to be my next question. Did he heed the, the advice or did he? You know? Yeah, he said he was definitely going to take the advice. He changed the locks? Um, I didn't ask. <laughs> you got to ask him. That'll be the follow-up question for next week. Okay. But he did say the main thing that stuck out was, you know, making her feel his absence. So he was definitely going to stick to that instead of constantly being there whenever she needs him to be there. I just want to chime in on that real quick. Yeah. Uh, like, yes, I agree. See, that for me, when Jay gave that advice was like, if I plan on being with her, you understand what I'm saying? So when I come back, you know, you understand what's in store if you try that shit again. <laughs> he needs to change the locks. 
and make her feel his permanent absence. Your permanent, like, yeah, because it just sounded like he was like, I still love her. So, uh, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that because that just sounds like, you know, <laughs> Jay, Jay sold him some hopium. <laughs> I'm sorry, but go ahead. Let's go. He does still love her, and from the response, you can see he has hope mm-hmm. that things will get better. My guy, you got to love yourself first. Like, he, he missed that part. That nigga put that shit in his back pocket and sat on it. He was like, yeah, all right. Um, but I love her. Yeah, but love you first, man. Leave her alone. Yeah, she's not, she's no good for you. Huh? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, Let's the story yeah, yeah, yeah. is love, your, love yourself first. Listen to the last episode, people. Yeah, and you'll see what we're talking about. All right, so this week's clip is as follows. Would you rather have more money or more time? Mm. Guys. For me, you want me to go first? Yeah, I'd rather have more time because, you know, time is money in a sense. And the more time that I have, I can I can make the money because I know how to make money. If you give me just money and that's all I have, I can run out of time and that money serves me no purpose. Mm-hmm. Amen. Spouse? Ditto. No, 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 no. Not, no, see, that's the thing. No, no, no. Listen, I'm not, though. And that's what happens when you let greatness go first. Like, he's going to say everything I need to say, <laughs> and I'm just going to sit back, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I should have went first. But he's he's absolutely – I was going to say the same thing, you know. All right, I can, so next week you're going first. I can make money if you give me time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, so yeah, it's just – Yeah, I agree with you guys. Time – I feel there's not enough time throughout the day. I'm one of those that have schedules for everything. Like I said, alarms for the mornings when I got a shower, how long I got to be there, how long the kids with the breakfast, everything. And I still feel there's not enough time in the day. So more time. To me, time is more valuable than money. Heart to heart. It's time for the main topic. Let's have a heart to heart. Go back to like the last segment because you, 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 Johnny, yeah, quick fingers over there, like you, real quick with, uh-huh. the, with the segments. You Bye. know what's crazy that I thought he was gonna press the button and say, You want to know what grind my gears? <laughs> I wasn't gonna when do it. I'm it's about not my to show. talk. How my show <laughs> when I'm about to talk and Barbie wants to switch to <laughs> you the only next listen, segment. you only give me you give me the green light, I'll go crazy over here, but that's it's not my show. Well, like the re and, and and I'm basically doubling down on everything you said as far as time is concerned right and time is more valuable than money because time is the one commodity that you cannot get back you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. um i can i can you know i can take love back because i could just be a savage <laughs> you understand what i'm saying um i can i can take money back you know i can take everything back but time you know so what's the finality of yeah the, the is that I don't even know if that's what I'm trying to say. But, yes, you know, time is an infinite. It's finite. So we're going to leave it there. Go ahead, Bob. Take it away. Okay. So today we're going to discuss Chapter 5. Chapter 5, basically, they're discussing how we can crack our partner's code. So in the beginning of the chapter, there was a quiz. How did you guys do with that quiz? Did you find it as confusing as I did when it came to tallying up nope. the points? No, nope. I'm the only one. Yeah, I don't. Sounds like, sounds like. See, the thing is, when I spoke to you earlier, because Jay, I called Bob, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yo, Bob, 
I'm I'm a little confused. I was still I hadn't I was still on part B. I hadn't even gotten to C. But then when I got to C, I'm like, because you know, at the end of every one, he was like, you got to tally it. Yeah. But and this this showed me that Bob hadn't even finished listening to it when she told me that she listened to it because there's no way that you could have listened to it and then told me that you had an issue with the tally because the tally clearly I did. He, but he went through it though. I was confused as hell. <laughs> I even went to the PDF, which guys, by the, the way, PDF I'm gonna is put not the gonna, PDF. Go ahead. It's not gonna help. I, it helped me. It didn't help me. It, it wasn't a PDF. It was actually what he was saying and how he because he what he did was you have to let he made it where you have to listen to it if you don't listen to it you're not gonna you know understand how to tally it and what it means when you tally it but after he explained it i was like damn i'm done okay yeah i felt dumb the whole time so i'm gonna put the pdf for those people who are more visual and they need to see things in writing which i'm completely like that and for those of you you know who are good with listening to him and letting him confuse you for a little while then do that but there's a part a part b part c to the test so when it comes to the test guys what did it say that your partner's attachment style is styles as the styles go first you know since he never has nothing like you know to say Time after out. this is the thing you know there, there are two two guys on this podcast right now and um, Jay just in the cut. Jay in the cut. Jay's floating right now. Why you? We're not gonna let him float. Go ahead, Jay. Do your thing. Oh Lord. All right, Jay. So before you mm-hmm. answer, I have a question that some people might yeah. have as well. Are you in a relationship? Um, how do I answer that? It's complicated. Yeah, it's complicated. <laughs> It's complicated. I'm listen. I'm in a relationship. I'm single. I'm dating. I'm married. I'm divorced. I'm all of the above. Like all of it. Damn. He he sounds like long division. <laughs> um, yeah. All of it. Um, yeah. So, but no. What I did is I based it off of um, either my current person or the last person I was with. Okay, because that was yeah. my next question. All right. Wait, time out, because he just confused the fuck out of me. You said your current. He said either. Either. How the fuck did he, Yeah, because. Either my Jay current or my gives, last. Yeah. That's what he said. He never really answers yeah. the question. I think this is my second time asking yeah. him this. I'm taking notes. I and, like the way he answers questions. Yeah. Smart guy. Mm-hmm. It's like the how many licks does it take to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop? The world may never know. The world will never know. Jay's really in a relationship, married, divorced, single. I'm a little Whatever. uncomfortable with your analogy, but go ahead. Oh my god. <laughs> go ahead, Jay. No, but um what was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> your your partner or previous partner. <laughs> oh yeah. It was it was anxious and avoidant like it was anxious and avoidant. So she was the yes. mix of both. Yes. Which people, by the way, you can have a right. mix of both. Okay, anxious, avoidant. Okay. Styles, that was your wife. Secure. Yeah. Secure. Secure. That's amazing. Secure, secure. It's amazing. All right, so, Jay, when it comes to you being secure, dealing with someone that's anxious and avoidant, how is that? Uh, <laughs> It's easy for me. It's cool. Like, it's like no pressure. Like, when I see the anxious part, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna like cater to you a little more and like 
you know, kind of embrace that and, and help you through that and be understanding. And when you're in your avoidant stage, I'm cool with that too. Like, I don't internalize it and make it about me. I understand that, you know, okay, you, 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 you kind of, you know. So, so I think what happened with her was she had an anxious style, attachment style, and she wanted to be in a relationship really badly. And so once she got in a relationship, she was extremely anxious. But being very introverted, you know, that avoidance started to come out a little bit because there was be times where it's like I just kind of, you know, want to be to myself. You know what I'm saying? Even though we're like in the same space, it's just like I want to, you know, sit over here and, and do my own thing right now. I don't really want to necessarily cuddle and be all, you know, up under you. Yeah. And that's fine for me because I don't need constant affection all the time like that. If, if that's what my partner has for me, I'm open to it. But if there are times that it's not there, I don't, I don't like, stress it. I'm like, okay, cool. It's time, you know, this is some time for me to do what I want to do. Okay, understandable. Styles, any um, cons with Secure Secure? Nah, I was going to um, basically piggyback off of what Jay has said, you know, because Jay said he makes accommodations for, you know, people's attachment styles and I... I think with me, I'm a little bit, you know, I'm far too lazy to, you know, switch up my style to adapt to your attachment style. I can't do it. Like, you understand what I'm saying? We clicking, we clicking. But as far as like me moving shit around to, I can't, I, first of all, I'm not going to be with an avoidant because I do like affection, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, I like the good morning text. I like my back rub. Let me start. <laughs> <laughs> I like PDA. I'm big on PDA, you know, especially because for me, you know, I'm I'm going to go after a bad female. I want to show her off. I'll go up in public, you know, put my hand in the back pocket. PDA. That no. type of thing. Well, dep- oh, wow. Yeah. Like the most attack kids, but you know how some guys like the whole back pocket thing. Yeah. I don't like the back pocket thing. I don't like you were standing online, hugging up behind me in the back of the, you know, while mm-hmm. we're online waiting. I don't like making out in public. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Let me, it's, I feel there's a time and a place for everything. Mm-hmm. Let me let me jump back into that because, uh, again, like when I was younger, um, PDA wasn't my thing because it was just a source of embarrassment. Like, I was just embarrassed to do that. As I got older, I kind of like got tunnel vision, you know, and you know, cut off my peripheral so I can't see them to the left or right of me. I can only see what's in front of me and it's her. So me, I'm on some fuck the world shit. Like if if I'm feeling the type of way where that person's making me feel like, you know, if I'm in bliss, which I'm in right now, if I'm in mm-hmm. bliss, you got all of me, hundred percent of me. All of that. And I understand I'm not gonna put my tongue down her throat and, you know, public is we ain't gonna do shit like that. But I'm talking about regular PDA shit. You know what I mean? That's just because I'm into my partner. I could do the holding hands. Tap kiss. I don't <laughs> like the slapping the ass. Don't slap my ass in public. That's white people I shit. I do not like it. Pardon all the white people out there that are listening. I don't mean to. Uh, no, I had a partner and he would constantly like want to slap my ass. I didn't like it. Like slap your ass? How? I need more context. Like slap my ass. Like I'll be walking. If I'm walking in front of him, he'll just slap my <laughs> ass. Like hard where I had to rub oh. it. But guys, listen, you already know like this. 
Jay, and I'm sure that you've seen it going around. It's not a meme, but more or less uh, um, like a little short video skit. Like if your girl's walking by, you want to slap her ass. I mean, I want to slap my girl's yeah. ass. I'm not going to slap her ass in public like that, you know. But, I mean, to each his own, it's PDA. You know, there's different levels to it, I guess. Yeah. And then there's different levels, and it also depends on the guy and where you at. So let's say, for example, if I know you're not the type to constantly show PDA and we're somewhere and there's a whole bunch of guys and you just want it to be known that I'm your girl, no, <laughs> don't give me no affection right now. But you won't even Step. be with him if he if you're with somebody that you that's on some, like, you're the trophy chick, you already know you don't even want to be with that person. So whether he's doing it behind closed doors or out, you know, outside, what does it matter? He's, you're still a trophy chick even though you don't want that pardon chick, woman. Sorry. I don't mean to offend you, ladies. Promise. I don't get offended by chicks. I was, okay. I, well, I'm talking with your listeners right now, love. So this is the oh, thing. Yeah. If you if, if you out here and you know you're the trophy chick, woman, sorry. It's slang, I guess. I don't know. But if, if you're that person, then you already know you don't want to be with that dude. And like I said, and or maybe yeah, I didn't say, but I alluded to the fact that you like for me to do that, like for the whole PDA thing, I really have to, I gotta be into you. And I am into my woman. Like, I am, I'm into my woman. You understand what I'm saying? So, I'm, yeah. I'm we standing in line. I'm gripping her hips up. You know what I mean? My lips on her neck. Like, we doing, and I don't give a fuck. You understand? I'm not an ugly dude. She's definitely not an ugly female. So, it is what it is. People like beautiful black love. That's what we represent. Now, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Okay, so, you guys know I'm not in a relationship. So, I base the quiz on the last person I dealt with. The last person I dealt with, we were in a situation for like seven months. So I thought it was like the right person to go with, right? And his style was secure. It's a, it's a good thing because I saw that I've evolved from liking the avoidant guys, which equal toxic bullshit that kept me there. It's like the ex- excitement, adrenaline rush of what if and does he like me and all that craziness that I used to crave before all that you're looking at me like that but all that madness would equal something to me like it would I don't know I don't really know how to explain it but those of you who are probably going through it or have gone through it understand the madness equaled love and attention for me and now I crave the whole secure process someone that knows what they want and if they want me, they're comfortable expressing that. You feel me? <laughs> you never was attracted to some toxic shit before? Let me explain something to you. When I was dating, the first words out of my initial conversation was, I don't do crazy. You can have that shit. I don't do it. Dead ass. I'm not. We not doing it. Don't stalk me. Don't show up unannounced. Um, yeah, don't, don't call do me all problems. types of, you know, night just to see where I'm at. Like, none of that. I just don't do it. You know, I just don't rock well with it. And I think that, well, I think on a few occasions it has been masked very well. But when I found it out, <laughs> I changed the locks. <laughs> Zero I the fucking locks. <laughs> Back to changing the locks. Mm-hmm. All right. So in this chapter, he also discussed the five golden rules on how to find out the attachment style that your partner has, right? So we're going to go through the rules, and if you guys have anything to add, feel free to add it. Any questions to ask, 
ask them. So the first rule is to determine whether they seek closeness. With this rule, he says that if the person you're dealing with doesn't seek closeness, they're definitely an avoidant. And if they do seek closeness, they can either be secure or anxious, right? So then the one example that he gave is dating someone with children or dating someone that doesn't want to bring you around their family and friends. Guys, how do you feel about dating a girl and she takes forever to introduce you to her kids? Think- is that a red flag for you? Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. Um, Jay quiet over there. Jay, Jay, Jay's like Styles part two. When it comes to the kids, I don't I don't really have a problem if it takes a while because I understand the dynamic of that relationship, you know. What's a decent time for you? A decent time? I, I don't have a time frame, honestly. Like, if it was a year or something, then I'd maybe be like, yeah. but, like, people move and do those sorts of things on their own, on their own, um, in their own time when they're comfortable with it, right? So I don't stress that because, you know, you she may want to know that that I'm the one. She may her kids may need time to get used to their father not being around or, you know, whatever. So I don't I don't stress that at all. Um because I too, you know, as a as a father, sometimes I've drugged my feet about <laughs> introducing a young lady to my children. And it depends on the person. Like, if I, there was one young lady I dated for two years, and she never met my kids because she was batshit crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. It was just, you guys were just dating nothing official? Uh, nothing official. No, we were, I guess we were, sa- it's safe to say she was my girl for, like, those two years, but she never met my daughter. And that was a big point of contention between us. But, you know, whenever she'd bring it up, I'd, I'd, I'd remind her of things that she'd done. And I'd say, this is why you haven't met her yet. You know what I'm saying? I would have yeah. left well, but So the thing is, she could have, but it's hard to do that when somebody is like showing you receipts. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's, yeah. it's not that I just don't want to introduce you. Like, you've done things that have told me that you're not ready. You know what I'm saying? That I'm not ready. So... No, I get it, and I respect it because we have to protect Absolutely. our children at the end of the day. How about when it comes to friends? Does it matter to you if they introduce you to family or friends or not, and how long they take to do that? I'm not. There's no pressure for me. I don't. I, I, that's. I think. The, and I think that's part of my secure attachment style. I don't really care. It's like whenever you're comfortable with it, I'm good with it. You know, if it doesn't happen, you know, then maybe. <laughs> Towards the end I'll be like Well there's something wrong with that But I'm just not really That big on it Because I'm not going to say Oh well she must not be serious Because she hadn't introduced me To her mom Or her dad Or or you know She hadn't introduced me To her friends Because nine times out of ten I'm not really concerned With her friends anyway <laughs> You know what I mean Yeah Styles What's your take on it I don't know I'm anti-social Um for me, okay, so not even on her side, but on my side, if I'm involved with somebody, if it's a woman, and it, I, I think this is true of most men, the categories, you know, the woman that you bring around your friends, the woman that you bring around your friends is truly your friend. You get what I'm saying? Whether you fucking know or not, that's that's your friend. And the level of respect is a little bit higher. And 
as far as like what you expect from a relationship in terms of longevity generally is actually longer when you think about it because I expect to have you around for a while you understand so we're, yeah. we're doing more than we're doing more than fucking you know it's not just a sexual con- connection it's an emotional connection you know and uh, a higher or deeper layer or level of um, respect um, I haven't my son my son is my everything you know what I mean um I would have to be more than head over heels for you to actually meet my son. Because my son, you got to remember, I'm older, my son. He is my son. Um, his, you know, emotional maturity is not where it needs to be to handle the types of relationships that I'm in. So my connection mm-hmm. to a person, whereas I'm ready to cut that person off, I don't want to answer questions like, yo, dad, what's going on with X, Y, and Z? Especially if they formed a bond. We're not doing that. So no disrespect to the person that I'm with. You have to understand that. You know, and I'm not, I was never afraid to tell a woman, like, my son means so much more than you. You understand? And I have to protect him. I'm the dude's bulletproof vest right now, and you're the bullet, unfortunately, until we deem it different. So if you're with someone and that person doesn't want to introduce you to their kids, I don't think that it should be a, a really deep conversation. But I think that it should definitely um, bring about a level, a certain level of respect, you know, because it tells me a lot. If a woman doesn't want to bring me around her kids, either, you know, we're in a just strictly fucking situation. You get what I'm saying? Which I'm fine with or would be fine with mm-hmm. unless I was trying to, you know, I seen more, you know, or yeah. she's very protective of her family, which makes her a strong candidate for standing next to me. You like you, yeah. Word, you go hard like that for your family. That's what I'm talking about. So I think that we can work something out. So, yeah, I, you know, and as far as friends are concerned, I mean, family's concerned, bring them around family. I just don't do that. I've never done it because I don't like answering questions like, "Yo, what's good with none of your business." So I don't. I know that'd be the worst. Yeah. Okay, so there's a narrative that Steve Harvey had put out there a while back with that book, "Act Like a Woman, Think Like a Man." Where he said that females should introduce their children to the man they're dating, act or if like you're a man, single dad like a raising woman. your kids. What? Yeah, I think it was yeah. Act, yeah, you reversed act like it. a woman, think like you no. Create, it's, wait, what? Act like act, a man, think like a woman. Think yeah. like a woman. Yeah, there you go. Was there you act go. like a woman, think like. So a woman. he said that. It's she easy. fucked it up for me. I'm I'm finished now. I want to Google it, but I'm on my phone. Think right like now. a man, act like a woman. I okay. think it is. All right. Whatever, but y'all know which book I'm talking about. And he says that women should introduce their children to the man early on. That way they can see how that man interacts with their children. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to fall in love with a man or woman for the single dads that are raising their kids. You don't want to fall in love with someone. And then when you do bring them around your children, they do not have a good relationship with I your children. I get that. So you think that should be out the window? The reason, yeah, because the person is out the window. If my, if my son doesn't agree with who I'm with... You know, and I ra- remember I raised, literally raised this person. I didn't just give, well, my, you know, my, his mom gave birth to him, but I didn't just help give birth to this kid. I raised him, right? So his his, I respect his judgment, and he's gonna be in my life forever. This thing gonna be changing my pampers and all of that. I changed his, he's gonna change mine. You get, what, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but some kids are selfish too. Well, you have I mean, to take it, that into consideration. Yeah, they don't some, want to see their parents with someone else. Let me, let me, because they feel me, like their parents are neglect are gonna neglect them. Right, right, right. Let me get back to the point where I raised 
my son. So I know my son. So it ain't even, you know, and, and, and I feel bad for, you know, those that, you know, didn't instill that part of it in their kids. No judgment. But I raised mine. You understand what I'm saying? And we have those types of conversations and stuff like that. Before I got married, I, you know, I had to, I pretty much went to him and, you know, what, what, what do you think? And it took a, long, a minute for my wife to meet my son and vice versa because she has two kids as well, which are now my kids. So, yeah, it was, it was, a uh, uh, yeah. That thing. <laughs> what you think about that, Jay? So, he, okay, let's say, for example, let's give a quick scenario. Let's say, for example, you meet a guy. You've been kicking it with him for three months. You introduce him to your child. Um, month four, it fizzles out. He's gone. So you're following Steve Harvey's advice. So you meet another guy. You date him for four months. Then you introduce him to your child. Month six, it fizzles out. So now you've introduced your child to four or five different guys, right? My mom's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> she just be out here slurring around the town, just like, and everybody's your uncle, right? Yeah, that's not Shut a good look. Up. So, I feel like you know, use your use your judgment. You know, use your better judgment. And sometimes, as a man, I've had to be the one to say, "Hey, I don't think we're ready for that yet. I don't think we're ready for that yet." You know, and and, and, and yeah. it's been interpreted like, "Oh, you're not trying to get serious and all of that." And it's not like that. I'm like, listen, like, we got all the time in the world. We don't have to rush into everything. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. What about you, Bob? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't right. do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Why, why, why? You're about to skip over yourself. What about you, Bob? How it go? What about like, me? Why? Stop it. You're giving me, you're doing J to me right now, Pose. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> Answer the question. What's you, the question? Stop it. Come on, man. People don't want to hear that. The question you, the question like, you just had us Um, When it comes to meeting my children, I take my time. Like, I agree with you guys. My kids are everything. I don't want my kids to ever judge me. The boys can only say that the man, the only man they've ever seen me with in a relationship in is with the twins' father. The twins cannot say they've ever seen me in a relationship with anyone and I keep it that way. I protect them more than I do protect myself. Because like Jay said, I don't want them to be like, oh, mom, like, weren't you just messing with such and such a couple of months ago? And now you got a new nigga? Like, what you doing? So, yeah, their opinion means the world to me. So I will never bring anyone around them to my home, especially unless I know. I have a strong feeling because you can have, you definitely never know. You know, you can have a strong feeling that it's going to work and it might not work. Unless this person shows me signs that this is going to be something, I will not bring you around my kids and introduce you to my kids mm-hmm. as my man. Exactly. Like if that person, if you want to know how that person is with kids, ask them they have nieces and nephews, bring them little motherfuckers around. <laughs> <laughs> you go play yeah, with them, you won't have- play with mine. If they have kids, see how they interact yeah. with their kids. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that you can do. But sometimes it could be a front. Quick story before we go to the second oh, one. Oh, shit. I was dating a guy that he made it seem like he was the best father in the world. He would talk trash. Oh, my baby mother don't let me see my son. Oh, my God. I used to feel sorry for him. As the years went by, we were in a relationship. It was all a fucking lie. So, ladies... Sometimes you got to 
do a little digging, try to figure things out because it could be all a front just so you can feel sorry for them and they could get in your pants. And- Here we go. Now we, why do we always have to tell the cautionary tale? Why can't there be like some like, let's tell a fairy tale for once, right? <laughs> the cautionary tale is like, cause that's, that's what the book's about basically, right? The cautionary tale and basically how to navigate that minefield, right? There are dudes out there that are respectable that are good. I know, but I'm not talking about those. <laughs> I know. We don't ever talk about mm. them. Oh, God. Okay. There's room, always room ladies watch two. out. Ladies and gentlemen, because it could go both ways. That's true. That's right. Pause. Go. All right. Thank you. Rule number two. Assess how preoccupied the person you're dating is with the relationship and how sensitive they are when it comes to rejection. So you got to see if they easily get hurt with things that you say. Sometimes you could be saying something, constructive criticism, for example. It's something that you're telling them that they're doing wrong, but you're giving them advice how to do it right. Instead of them seeing it as a positive, they see it as a negative, and oh my God, you don't love me, and you hate me. Things like that. Or if the person worries if you're going to be faithful or not, that's another thing to look for. And if your person has these two characteristics, they are definitely an anxious person. Not balls. Anything else you think we should add there? Just to add to it, I mean, in a nutshell, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So if you're an asshole with delivering your message, then it doesn't matter who you're delivering it to. That shit will not sound good or feel good. So um, it doesn't necessarily make that person an anxious person. You understand what I'm saying? Because, you know, you just might be an asshole. Mm. And I know plenty of them. Yeah. Me too. Freaking <laughs> asshole. Watch your mouth. I got it. And there are some people I think who who are anxious, who have an anxious attachment style, but they don't realize it. They just consider it, well, I'm an overthinker. And so because I'm an overthinker, you know, if I don't hear certain things or if you don't present things a certain way, then it makes me feel like maybe you're not interested or maybe you don't feel the same way. So I kind of and, and I understand that. And so I think that sometimes people confuse being an overthinker with not being like, they, you know, like I said, like, well, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I was just about to ask you that, too. I was like, do you think people confuse the overthinking with being anxious? So you think over, overthinkers, overthinkers yeah, are anxious? I would agree. We it's are not anxious. confused. That's it. Overthinkers right? are anxious. Same thing. One yeah. of the same. Yeah. But I think sometimes they'll I, they'll say they would say, well, I'm not an I'm not an anxious. I'm just an overthinker. Not realizing that, yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I got a yeah. I got a question um, for y'all. Um, and again, no no shade, and I'm not judging. Um, what's the what's the right attachment style for an anxious attachment person? Like, what's what's the, <laughs> Anything but avoidant. Yeah. It can be with another anxious person and be and have and succeed. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, even though I do. Can you imagine? Yeah, they they do say that anxious and anxious work well together, but I think it's a heart attack waiting <laughs> to happen. It's definitely going to be harder than um, anxious and secure. Yeah. Yeah, I think the perfect match is anxious secure. I want to know what the when it comes to anxious. If if you're listening out there in listening land. <laughs> Drop your thoughts in the comments somewhere, because Bob is everywhere. Yeah, definitely. She's she's outside. Um, as yeah, and let us know yeah. that way I can, because you know we all know I'm anxious. 
<laughs> She's like, I'm taking tips from the comments. Yeah. I hear you. So far, it's crazy because, you know, the guys and I, we speak from time to time before recording. And I was like, I need me a secure Leo that's over 40 years old. It's a tall task. But listen, here's the thing, though. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. As a secure, speaking for the secures out there, just going to call them secures. I need a, I need a hoodie. Um, speaking for the secures out there. Oh, that's a good idea. Right? Yeah. I just don't have the um I don't have the patience for an anxious person, honestly. I well, not that ass. Just don't have patience. No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Like I'm Jay. I'm turning into an anxious person dealing dealing with an anxious person. This is just in my head right now. Just scenarios. I'm running through scenarios and I'm starting to sweat. Like that's the <laughs> shit. No, like I, I can't you I don't, don't have patience. It, it's not about pay I do have patience. You gotta understand. You didn't have patience before we recorded. Listen, right? I'm screaming at well, my I'm kids, hungry. guys, right? I'm starving. He's complaining that he's hungry. He's over here pressing sound <laughs> bites. Uh, what was it again? Play it real fast for everybody. <laughs> and I only had to play it because she was getting on my nerves. And he was mentioning every little thing that annoyed him. All right? He played it like 10 times in a matter of three minutes. All right. So, uh, all right. Let me revise that a little bit. I'm not saying that. It's not that I don't have patience. I will say that. That would severely test my patience every second of the day. So therefore, I, I maybe in that respect, I just I can't deal with it. It's not no, patience. I don't want to respect s- it. Oh, yeah, I don't want to slow down and and you know. Go ahead, Jay. You, Jay, you as a secure person, person, person. you hear me? The wine is sure. kicking in. <laughs> you have the patience for an anxious yeah. person. So the thing, the thing, like I was saying um, before, like that's the thing about a secure. Um, attachment style like they are accepting of the the affection and the neediness and the clinginess to a degree of their person you know what I'm saying needing that reassurance you know what I'm saying so that's why they are so such a good fit for the anxious person but like if you're a secure avoidant (laughs) then then that that, Uh, but I'm not a secure avoidant but Jay, hold on. I, but I'm not though. <laughs> and, and, and it's your opinion. It's your, it's your opinion. I'm gonna take a hard look at myself when we get off. So the thing. All right. Fuck my entire thought up. Because I had. I was ready. I was ready to go. So hold on. Let me get it back. Let me get it back. So the. Okay, so as far as the anxious person is concerned, mm-hmm. yes, the the cuddling and this, the, you know, the attentiveness and all mm-hmm. of that. But remember, there's a whole other side to that coin. True. Why didn't you answer your phone? Where were you? Mm-hmm. What were you doing? I don't believe you. Are you cheating on me? I ain't got time now, to take I, that shit. Honest. Take that shit up the block. I'll be honest. I, I run out of patience with that as well. That side of it. Right? But that's yeah. part of the anxious. Yeah. The whole anxious attachment. That's, that's extra, like all anxious people aren't moving like that. But the ones that move like that, I, I get away from them. I'm not gonna lie to you, but bro, they're all they're all volcanoes <laughs> no, waiting to erupt. I'm not a vo- I'm not a volcano. Ah, and I don't do the, I don't do the. Oh, I text you. Why it took? I don't you think that you're truly a, an anxious back. person. I mean, anxious attachment style though. That's just my thoughts. I, I don't see it. And I said that the first what you call it because you exhibit the avoidant type far more than you do the the anxious type. Because that's my that's my um, that's what I do. Defense mechanism to protect myself. Defense mechanism. Yes, there you go. I was yeah. looking for the word. Now I feel like we're that's talking about astrology. Like, 
You know, um, I'm a Leo, but my 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 moon is in Virgo. Like, what the fuck are we doing? I'm, I'm listen. Sorry, my my moon is in Leo, so maybe that's my the Leo part of me, right? So that is my defense mechanism. I am complete. I am anxious, people. I will not sit here in front when it comes to these things. Like, oh, he didn't text me back today. I text him saying good morning. He didn't text me. Like, why? I do think of these things. But you think I'm going to sit here and lower myself and express that to a nigga? No no judgment, anxious people. No judgment. So there's some people that are anxious. We just know how to control ourselves. And and, and I think a big part of that is it's a learned behavior. Like maybe there was a time when you did address those things. But then you learned quickly like, yeah, you can't do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right? Yes. But I think that all attachment styles are learned behaviors, though. Listen, we're it got real quiet. Niggas is like, shut the fuck no, up. No, because that was going to start another <laughs> conversation that I want to have after we're done with all this. Okay, so rule number three look for various signs and don't rely on one thing. So, for example, like we were talking about the whole anxious thing, and you feel that I'm not anxious just because of that one thing. That one thing doesn't determine shit because I'm obviously anxious. So just because one person um, shows a certain characteristic doesn't mean that you're definitely that style or not. There's a whole bunch of other things you got to look at. For one, one example that he gave is no more drinking wine while recording. None. One example that he gave was if they can talk about issues that you bring up, then this can, um, it can, if they can't talk about issues that you bring up, something that's bothering you, you bring it up, they can't talk about it. They get all anxious, or anxious about it. They're obviously anxious. Let me ask yourself. you a question: What's the alcohol volume of the wine that you're drinking? Listen, I just, just want to know. A little bit. Now you had a lot I of it. That's a big glass. No. Yeah, but it was like only to here. For the people that can't see, it wasn't a lot. It was. That's my favorite wine, sweet bitch. Um. So, if they can't discuss whatever situations you're bringing up they become all defensive you're anxious if you guys can give an example of someone secure how someone secure can handle that what would it be go ahead jay because you're the more <laughs> serene of the two yeah styles is gonna give the the example of the <laughs> change a lot mm-hmm. no so uh okay like for me you, you're saying if somebody was having that type of discussion with me, how my I would react as a secure attachment? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd hear uh-huh. them out. I would try, because I consider myself very self-aware. So I'd try to, you know, see if that's true or not. And, you know, I'd, I'd say, I understand. I see what you're saying. And, and just take it for what it is. Like, there's no reason to get defensive. It's unnecessary. Okay. Even, even when I don't, even when I don't agree a lot of times I try not to get defensive just because it's pointless. It's going to lead to something that's unnecessary. So. Yeah. Styles? No, nah, I just think that comes with, you know, knowing your partner. Um, Jay injected a lot of logic, so I can't even really go against that. That's exactly what he said. Styles be cheating, but he ain't got nothing to say. That's not true. I, I don't believe that I should. Listen, I'm not going to remix what Jay said. That, that's just like Because then it'll really sound like I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about It's bad enough I already sound like I don't know what the no, fuck yeah, I'm J, talking about No yeah JB spitting Right exactly So number four was to assess the reaction Which Jay described the reaction 
for the attachment style. So, so far, number one, we have determined whether they see closeness. Number two, assess how preoccupied they are with the relationship and how sensitive they are with rejection. Number three, look for different signs. Don't stick to one. Number four is assess the reaction. And number five is listen and look for what they're not saying. What are your thoughts on that? This CSR shit is like exhausting. Like it's just <laughs> it's like I was tired when he when he said I'm like I'm so fucking happy I'm not fucking dating anymore because it's you know it's not the shit is really not intuitive. It's just like I'm you know like what what you understand? Sadly, that's how it is out here yeah. though. Yeah, sadly, I, you, I'm glad you led with sadly because yeah, that, I'm just I don't have I don't have the energy to do that. That's, you know, and that's, that's why, why I'm still single. Uh, it, well, yeah, okay. So, and then also, <laughs> I don't. I just don't have. I don't have the energy. I, I really don't like. And that's why, um, as far as like, I don't fuck with people that talk out the side of their necks because I just don't have the patience. You know what I mean? Because it's far too much. So I'll let you trip up after you trip up. Don't fucking talk to me. Like, don't talk to me. There's nothing. <laughs> what are we talking about? You understand? Oh, shit. Um. <laughs> And I think that, that that is also why I'm antisocial Because some niggas like to Pardon, I don't mean to use the word nigga um, Some people actually like to You know, speak Because they like to sound their own fucking voice And I just don't That I don't have the patience for yeah. So, yeah, it's just too much And then you're talking about going into a relationship So it's even, you know, you gotta Swab their mouths for DNA And all this other shit Like, it's just too much Y'all can have that <laughs> Y'all can have that and then you so got all of the, huh? When he says to pay attention to what they don't say, let's say, for example, you're here discussing how you feel about a situation to a guy and you're pouring, guy or girl, mm. pouring your heart out and he's just looking at you like, okay, you're done. That's not the one. Football. That's not the one. So, I mean, yeah. that's, that's easy math right there. That's, that's, that's like easy fucking math. You know what I mean? And I think that relationships are built off of one core conversation and that that's that initial conversation just to, you know, draw you in. Now, things could break down in the second conversation, true enough. But, like, all of the stuff, again, like I said, listening to that chapter or that that passage, basically, was exhausting. Because it's, it's like, my God, that's like too fuck. You need a degree to talk to somebody. <laughs> you're lucky you found the one and you're married. Well, I mean... Yeah, but I, it was traditional for me. Like, if I were ever to go back into the dating pool, which I'm never going back into the dating pool, like, my lead-off question would be, like, what type of music do you listen to? You understand? Because, like, the, the shit that's out now is very telling, you know? And if you want to hit me with a Meg The Stallion verse, like, I know what it is. I'm not judging. I know what it, I know we fucking. You understand what I'm saying, Perry? I know we fucking because that's all she talking about. You know what I mean? Fucking and getting bread. And I, I know that we're not of that music huh? being a good thing to use to yeah. decipher how a person is. Yeah, I challenge you to ask somebody the last book they read, even if it's on Audible, right? So not even a regular book. Let's even jump to you know or stay in the present time. They're not going to tell you about any Audible book that they've read recently. Like it's not something we do. Yeah, you understand. So that would be my lead-off question because these are these are the boxes I need to check off to to even move forward and figure out if we're going to have a conversation. Again, my patience level as far as conversations is, is little to none. 
Honestly. Patience level in general. I need you to talk in the mic. <laughs> I was trying to whisper. Jay. I said your patience level in general. Jay, can you save me, please? <laughs> can you jump in and say something poignant, please? I don't know. I There's a part of me that feels like like when you talk about the music or or certain things that we we assess those things that he's talking about but we culturally we just do it a different way you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i really feel like that's we we make those same assessment assessments we just do it differently um and so by like like paying attention to or hearing what's not being said like for me a good example of that would be like someone um just showing me like like they're uncomfortable when other people come up to me to talk to me like I see it they'll 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 never say like I don't really like that you know so many people but you can see it right you know what I'm saying they get a little standoff yeah. there's or there's that little and you're like oh yeah that, that could be a that could be trouble you know that sort of thing right definitely yeah, yeah. definitely a yeah. red flag it's just crazy bubbling to the surface. That's all it is. <laughs> exactly. You yep. know, not being able to hold your water. You're crazy. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, that's what you do. Like, when when, when you meet somebody and, you know, you want to go to a nice, you know, uh, upscale spot. They're like, uh, uh, they don't not, they don't necessarily say, I don't like these types of places or I don't want to be in places where there are other ethnicities. But when you see that they're uncomfortable, they're communicating. And, and we we view that, you know, like that's something that's more, I think, more of an everyday occurrence for us than what they may say. The people who write, wrote the book. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's mm-hmm. the same thing. It's just it's just different culturally speaking, I guess. Yeah. So let me ask you okay. a question real quick. And Bob, I'm going to let you go. I promise. Um, okay. Uh, you going to remember what you're going to say? All right, cool. Because it's written down? Yep. Dope. All right. So, boom. <laughs> Would you guys say that jealousy falls under anxious? Yeah. It does, right? And then mm-hmm. also jealousy is also um, a close cousin of crazy? <laughs> I, I no. won't say that. Because I feel like everybody... <sighs> okay, it's not my time. Because we it's were just talking. Hold on, Jay. Let me, <laughs> Jay, let me, let me preface that with this. Because you just said something that, you know, light bulb went off above my head when you was like, yo... We out and about, you know, and I'm, I know a bunch of people, and then you turn around and you like, why you, you know, scratching your head, like, why you know all these, you know, mm-hmm. that I'm an introvert extrovert, all right. So I'm an introvert. Like, if you catch me out in the crowd, I'm not that person out there making friends. That's just not what I do, right? Now, if I'm amongst mm-hmm. my peers and you know my people, then I'm I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I have to be comfortable with my surroundings because outside of that, then. It's, it's just not I'm not comfortable mm-hmm. Especially not in a, around a bunch of motherfuckers I don't know So with that said My wife is an extrovert You, you know she can She can move through a crowd Effortlessly Me everybody's like What the fuck is on this dude's mind Like what's You know it's always that question Yeah Cause I'm not out there Advertising I'm not you know Loud or whatever But um Getting back to the whole jealousy thing no, it's not the cousin of crazy. It is. I not so real quick. The reason I I would me the reason I don't think or say that jealousy is the cousin of crazy is because I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like most people experience jealousy in mm-hmm. some form, like feelings. It's not 
feeling jealousy that's the problem or, or having those little things that try to creep up or feel you know feel a little something inside here that's not the problem it's how we react to it or how we express it mm-hmm. you know what i mean let me ask you a question and if you express right. it in a crazy way yeah. then you're crazy. i got it all right cool i got this for you though so since you said that every we do all ex, um experience it in one form or another right right but jealousy mm-hmm. also promotes competition i don't want to compete in my relationship it doesn't You understand what I'm saying I don't want to compete Matter of fact Even with you Jay Like I don't want to compete with you Right 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 You know what yeah. I mean So so in, so what As as you grow older You start to understand Jealousy more Whereby you can then Flip that That's not You know Your jealousy Then turns into a goal So if somebody's Actually doing better than you You're not hating Because remember mm-hmm. It's akin to hating mm-hmm. So we're not hating on that We've actually turned it Into a goal And then figure out How to get there Like that's where I need to be mm-hmm. When we watch TV and we, you know, these kids is watching these videos and, you know, the whole chain thing is completely out of control. Back in the day, we had Slick Rick. Slick Rick, you know, with the crazy gold and all of the other stuff. Now everybody's Slick Rick. Yeah. You get what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Yeah. And that's, that's instead of people, I don't want to say jealous, maybe. They're getting shot over these chains because PNB Rock just died over some chains. But yeah. instead of, you know, it turning into that, like, I need what you have. I don't need what you have. You know what I mean? I just want to be on that level. Mm-hmm. You know, and so what we do or what we need to do, it, you know, instead of competing directly with that person, you need to compete with yourself and then flip it around and actually. So as far as like jealousy is concerned, mm-hmm. there's nothing good about jealousy. I can't find anything good about jealousy. Now I could be wrong. Listeners, if you're out there and you think I'm wrong, <laughs> please correct the kid. I'm here for you. But what I'm saying is that I don't see anything good. Nothing good can come of jealousy in terms of relationship wise right because right? i'm not going to compete with you and then that's my man we're not doing that no i get it so we're not doing it okay i get i give you an example and i agree with you nothing good can come out of jealousy in in the form of jealousy right but mm-hmm. sometimes like say for example um there's a guy who's at a party that, that knows your lady and he's he's got his shit together you know he he got like the nice whip he dressed nice he smells great you know he he getting a lot of attention from the ladies and, and your lady is nice and like hey da, da, da. you know you might get that little uh, just a little something right so that thing hit so for me negative <laughs> so because i'm built is totally well, different no, i'm out I'm, and about with somebody who everybody's gonna have to be like oh, right my god like that's so i expect that already right. so there's no there's no but yeah, so, so here, but here's what i'm just using this as an example right or, or maybe it's a situation where you know um there's a friend who who a uh, friend of you mutual friend of you and your lady who has a, a husband or they have a certain financial situation and sometimes some guys feel like damn I wish I could provide that for my woman I feel they feel a little bit you know so for me when that happens it's like what you said like I I I don't internalize that and say well damn like I'm mad I don't feel that way I feel inspired or ignited and I feel like okay like I gotta step my shit up you know what I'm saying like what you were saying you know what I mean but yeah, I think it depends on the t- person you are because you can use as that motivation as motivation and as fuel. But you have some people, what mm-hmm. they'll do is they'll get mad and they'll be like, man, I'm going to catch this motherfucker in the parking lot. <laughs> you know Haters. I mean? They're haters. haters but, and which is yeah, why that's what I'm saying. So what you what you expressed before you said that, that's not jealousy. You understand what I'm saying? Those are, those are goals. 
now. Those that's no, my that's my goal. That, that little uncomfortable feeling. feeling. It starts feeling. off with. Yeah. But I'm not it's jealous though, and I don't. I don't yeah, feel but like it's, it's still a little. If it's feeling. that little, that little uncomfortable feeling that you, it, no matter how small, because like, like with me, whenever I notice, because by nature I'm not a jealous natured person, but whenever I notice right. that little feeling and it, it makes me uncomfortable, I immediately have this switch. It's like, oh, nah, like that's not, that's not what we're doing. Like, if 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 you feel the way, then you need to make some adjustments yeah. in your life. Like, you know, and so mm-hmm. I automatically. Just it's like a switch. It just kills that. But hold on, hold on. Let's let's not confuse me because I'm easily okay, confused. Okay, gotcha. The <laughs> thing is this: are you are you calling that little inside you like pause? Is you, is that is that jealousy? It's yeah. It's what I won't say is jealousy, but it's the seed. Thank you. There we go. Stop. Stop. Jay. Jay. Stop. Stop right there. Because we're talking about jealousy. It's the so seed of jealousy. It's what jealousy you, comes from. Comes from right. Right, but not yeah. You understand that cocaine comes from a place, yeah. but it's not cocaine before. Right, right. There's an origin, yeah. so, but it's not Where cocaine it yet, from? though. Huh? A plant. So it's Where? not. Listen, really? Come on, man. Don't get me indicted. Don't sign you listen, every day. Stop it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so the thing yeah. is, yeah, jealousy in its truest form. Can we get back okay. there? Right. So jealousy in its truest form. There's nothing. Nothing good comes from jealousy. You know, I in terms of relationships, I agree with that because before, if, yeah. if you're using yeah. it as motivation, then, you know, you want to compete against whatever, whatever. And, and just because I don't know, I never want to get better because of jealousy. If I see a Lamborghini and, you know, and I'm out here pushing my little Dodge Charger, you know, I'm not I'm not jealous because that person has it. I need to figure out how to get there. Exactly. I, now way. I'm trying to level up, yeah. you know, and I want to touch and feel it. You know, what I mean, and, and, and driving and stuff. Yeah. So I'm not. But if I'm jealous of it. It's going to impede my forward progress. All right. So the next thing that he discussed is the cheat sheet. So we're going to give you guys a quick cheat sheet regarding each attachment style for little things for you to look into. All right. So for the avoidant, he says the avoidant person sends mixed signals. They value independence greatly. They devalue you. And whenever you guys are having arguments, they try their best to get away and they explode during disagreements. You have mentioned that, that an anxious person is like a volcano waiting to erupt. Styles. I know. And he says that's an avoidant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have just put it on the psycho, but yeah. <laughs> I think all of the all of the attachment styles have like some type of psycho tendencies. I'm not psycho. Nah, Anything else y'all want to add to the avoiding? Third level psycho. No, it's no. Nope. Okay, so yeah, he did. He did a really good job with this chapter. If you haven't listened, go back and listen to it. So for secure, secure people are reliable and consistent. Hey. They shut up. They make decisions with you. Hey. They so we're considerate too. <laughs> they communicate very well, and they ex- they introduce their friends and family early on do you guys i don't think y'all agree with no, that, yeah, that everything part, except early, the last yeah, i don't yeah. agree with that because i'm not like i said with, with my kids that ain't gonna happen, <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. with my kids my, my mother mom, you, you, you might meet some friends you meet my brother you might meet some friends yeah you you definitely meet some friends yeah. the work friends <laughs> the work friends the ones you don't else? give a fuck about the work friends <laughs> okay so now what an anxious person they crave a lot of closeness they're unhappy when they're not in a relationship. They worry about rejection. 
They play games to keep you interested and they're unable to explain things and expect you to just know. Yo, Bob, do you seriously think that you're an anxious person? And the anxious attachment style? After reading that, you think that that's what you are? I think you lied on that first yeah. assessment. Nah, get out of here. Nah, I'm nah, yeah, no, stop it. You I don't am believe anxious. you need more people. Stop it. Definitely. You know what? I'm gonna. You play games? Gonna do like to a keep little. Around? I have. Remember, I mentioned it before. Like I've been that person that if I feel you slipping away, I'm gonna. Bob, not at 25. I'm not talking about at 25, Bob. We're talking about no, but it's Barbie now. Now, no, I do not play games. Now. All right, then. Remember, so what are we talking I've about? Evolved, I've evolved from before where I was completely anxious to mm-hmm. now I have anxious and secure characteristics. I'm not even going to fight with attention? you Because I, I'm not, I'm not. I think that Barb would play games in the sense that if, if you and Barb were dating and you didn't call her for an entire day, She'd go Yo, Jay. the entire day. Well, Jay. <laughs> Jay. Yeah. Jay. Yeah. Why didn't you put yourself in that scenario? I did it on purpose. How the fuck did I become the victim? I did it on purpose. No, go ahead. Keep 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 talking, Jay. I want to hear what you're saying. How would I play in, games? I in think that in that scenario? scenario, it would be a situation where you are just like, okay, he went an entire day without talking to me. I'm gonna do the same shit. I'm not gonna call his ass today. Yeah. Definitely. That's a game. <laughs> That's a game. Yeah. And there was another thing that he mentioned where you try to get that person's attention indirectly. I've definitely done that before. Like posting posting things on uh, Instagram? Yes. Posting a quote, which I know he's going to read and he's going to know that I'm talking about him to make him hit me up. Shit like that. I'm glad you said that because we all argue over like Instagram, right? But I'm the nigga that's arguing over Instagram and waiting for the call. Like, yo, was you? Yes, that was me. I was talking about you, motherfucker. You, you. That was for you. You know what I mean? A lot of people might get offended, but they'll only know if I'm talking about you if you say something. So don't say anything back. We're fine. But now you know it's about you. And then I go crazy. Yeah, Styles does that. Yeah, and Bob no, because Bob was like, yo, can you? Please stop. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to stop. I'm still waiting on a call. I'm still like, waiting on a call. Down, please take it down. <laughs> waiting on a call. Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to All right. So I have a question for y'all. This is like a little something that I've been thinking about because I don't know about you guys, but when I speak to people, when I watch movies, anything I do, I'm analyzing people and thinking about attachment styles. It's like has become part of my daily life, right? So my question to you is, do you think that your attachment style contributes to your level of success? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, I can say that. I can definitely say that. Okay. So another question. This is going, I'm going left with it, right? I don't know if you guys have seen the Jeffrey Dahmer special on Netflix. And also, I don't know the other guy's name, Gacy, something like that. Mm -hmm. I just started watching that one. Yes. So, after watching the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary on Netflix, I started thinking about, you know, his situation, him growing up, him as a person. And my conclusion is that he has an anxious attachment style raised by parents that are avoidant. Because if you look at it, both his mother and his father are avoidant. So, I believe that two parents that are avoidant raise anxious children 
And one of the characteristics with people who are anxious, they crave closeness. They're scared of you leaving them. And the crazy thing with Jeffrey is that, you know, he craved to be intimate with these men. And any sign that they would leave, unfortunately, he did what he did because he just wanted them to be there and lay there and give him some sort of affection. So now it's crazy because I'm going to be watching a whole bunch of serial killer shit and I'm going to see if anxious people usually become serial killers. Yo, that's so crazy. People. Jay, correct me if I'm wrong, but she was fighting me on on the whole anxious not being psycho when she brought that shit up. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? Nah, I, I just, just want to defend- know. I just, I just, I just know. defended myself. I said I'm not crazy. Yeah. No, yeah. You said you said that crazy yeah. people like angels is not crazy or can it carry crazy? You said that that's because what you're talking about. I'm gonna try to make that make sense. I'm gonna try to make that make sense. Please, thank you. Thank you, yeah. Jeff. I feel Go like ahead. all attachment styles have an extreme version, which would be crazy. Is that possible? Okay. I'm just I'm just taking a stab in the dark here. No, yeah. <laughs> have an extreme version. Yeah. You just had a real that cool can be considered crazy <laughs> to some others. Mm-hmm. Jay, like, we're going to bring them all together. <laughs> Y'all all fucking crazy. Is everybody good now? Okay, I'll, I'll accept that. See, he said it is not about what you say. It's about how you say it. But you why said do you want to be part of a club? Why do you just can't be exclusively crazy? you just exclusively crazy. Like, why we all got to be part like, of your, your club? Didn't we have an argument one time on Friday Night Live for you calling me crazy? We did. Because I burned somebody's clothes? I mean, bleach somebody's clothes and cut them up. I didn't burn people. Don't don't see, and that's a trigger for me because, yes, and you was upset and because I said you was fucking crazy for it, and then it, it was crazy nutball. I was just going down a whole list of shit, and you was just like, it's not, and I'm like, how the fuck you gonna burn somebody's shit and say it's not crazy? I didn't burn, bleach and bleach, cut. bleach, burn, whatever, destroy. How about that? How you gonna destroy somebody's shit? And they be like, I'm not crazy. Yeah, you are. That's nuts. All right. And then, all right. I think we settled on the fact that maybe you're not crazy, but the act itself was crazy. No. But go ahead, Jay. What, what you were saying? Nah, that was it. I was just saying maybe it's, <laughs> <laughs> maybe there are extreme versions of each attachment style, which would fall over into the crazy pool. Okay. Yeah. But it's, I found that interesting how he is. It's just, it's crazy. I just had to bring that up. Have you watched the, Nah, Did thanks for ruining it for me. Uh-uh. How I ruined it by telling you he's anxious? Because I want to form Please my make own it opinion. Make sense. All right, that's my opinion. You might think he's secure or yeah, an but avoidant. I just want—I've wanted to walk into it, you know. I <laughs> Um, Jay, you feel that he's anxious? Yeah, I would have to agree it? with you. I didn't honestly. I didn't think about it at all, but hearing you. You know, look at it from that perspective and watching it and having watched it, I'm like, yeah, definitely anxious. Because anytime you get, here's a here's a telltale sign. Anytime you get somebody that starts like walking back and forth and cursing and all right, stop. Failing. All right, stop, stop. Because y'all are determined to ruin. No, 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 no. This has nothing to do. <laughs> no, this has nothing to do with that because I've I've They're had like your styles. The shit been out for like three weeks. You should have watched it already. Well, no. And since you had no, no, so. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not even referencing that. I'm just saying, anytime you get someone oh, that okay. starts throwing any type of temper tantrum, like it's pretty safe to conclude that that person is an anxious uh, attachment style. Facts. Yeah. Okay, so that's why I bleached and cut stuff and threw church clothes down the incinerator and things. Like that. 
And see, you just adding the fucking charges onto onto the fucking case. But like I've, the whole I've shit is nuts. grown. It's I have crazy. evolved from All an right. anxious so person we're not, we're to not saying anxious that you, secure. Yeah, right. And I'm not saying that you are crazy. But once upon a time, you were fucking up all. I guess, yeah. Whatever. I can see I can finally admit it. Last year when you called me crazy, I got super defensive. Because you were crazy. Anyway. <laughs> before we close out the episode. <laughs> and I fucking choke styles virtually. <laughs> last week, when, when it came to the giveaway, I completely messed it up. I thought someone had got all three right. They got it wrong. So what I did this week, I put I put everyone's name on a wheel. Guys, I'm going to show y'all so people won't think that I'm cheating. There's a wheel right there. That's right, because wheels are not liars. Whatever. And in the wheel, we have Alan, Tanya, the WV Podcast, Taisha, Nani, Rigo, Becky, and Uncle Pete. I'm going to spin the wheel, and we're going to see who wins the book. The wheel is spinning. And let's see who it lands on. And the winner is Uncle Pete. Yay. Shout out, Uncle Uncle Pete, are you really going to read the book, though? You, you better read, read it, book. Uncle Pete. Yo, that's a fact, though. And I f- I'm mad that I even have to ask that question. <laughs> if you want, like, a hard copy of the book, I can order it, send it to you. Or if you want it on Audible, I can purchase it and send it to you. Audible is easier because, you know, we're all busy. You can listen while you're doing whatever you're doing throughout the day. Or if you're like Barb life. and you, wanna, you need to hold it in your hand and read it, we also yeah, have Yeah, I actually hard- have the hard copy, and I listen on Audible and I start highlighting mm-hmm. while, you know, I don't know. I'm visual. I said that earlier. I'm a little jealous. Why? No, that was a... Is that, that was, jealous, jealous or yeah, the seed was, of jealous? Was, no, that was wrapped in a pun. It was just, anyway. Moving on. Oh, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> Dare to be touched? Here's the quote of the day. Okay, so the quote for today goes as follows. It's okay to be scared, but you have to go out there, open up, love, make mistakes, learn, be strong, and start all over again. Long story short, have faith and trust the process. Your time will come, doesn't matter what style you are. You know, we sit here, we give our opinions, we joke around. It's a judgment-free zone, no one's perfect. And your time will come. If you're not in a relationship right now, you will eventually find one. When you're ready, like Jane Styles are always saying, make sure you love yourself first and everything else will follow. Guys, any closing statements, advice, talk to the people. Let Jay go first because I, I have a question <laughs> that's going to bring him right back in after he finishes. Uh, man, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, re- it's, really, it's a really good idea to pay close attention to your partner or your love interests. Um, attachment style as well as their love language because I believe that they're very closely associated and and it it makes for easy easy uh, I don't know an easy situation moving forward so that's all okay so part of what you said was trust the process right and I hear that a lot trust the process what the fuck is the process that I'm trusting? I feel like it's Sunday. You handed me a book that somebody wrote and told me to believe everything that's in it. 
So what exactly is the process that I'm trusting in? Or is it just a euthanasia? You're going to. Okay. No, you're going to start off if you're hurt from any previous relationships. You're going to start with healing, learning to love yourself. Stop laughing. He I can't help it. The word healing. Healing and hope. Shit. He hates it. <laughs> Two words he hates the most. You're going to heal. Learn how to love yourself. A lot of times in relationships, we lose ourselves. You know, focusing too much on whatever relationship we're in, trying to make that other person happy. It's not your job to make anyone happy. They have to come to you correct and happy, and then you add to their happiness. So heal, love yourself, and op- be okay with opening up to new possibilities. Because if you're scared, ain't shit going to come your way. When it, something great can come your way, and you're going to block it out. And you're going to be lonely and miserable and have 10 cats. Answer your question? No, yes. <laughs> All right, guys, let them know where they can find you if you're working on anything new. Let that be known. Talk <laughs> All right, so you can find uh, me and my co host at the Cognac Room Podcast on Instagram, the Cognac Room on Twitter, and the Cognac Room Podcast on Facebook. Also on the YouTube channel, the Cognac Room Podcast. Uh, we are working on a documentary. It's like a cognac room podcast mm. documentary because we have too much fun doing this shit not to share it with others. <laughs> I like yeah. the song. Y'all gonna have like guest appearances? Can we like crash land in the middle of your documentary? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I still have a, an episode that I, I want to do with the two of you anyway. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, now, we, we definitely got to do that. We're gonna pull up in North Carolina. Yeah, that's what we're gonna definitely do. have to do that. All right. Stas. All right. Let me Jay see. went first. He went first, but are you having a time to go he, first? He did. He did. He did. Because he knows that I'm going to fuck this up. So every week I fuck it up, and I'm going to try to get through this. You can catch me on the brunch you can catch hour. Catch me in the cherry van, 150. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm going to fuck shit up. You can catch me on the brunch hour <laughs> podcast. Right now it's a bit of a brief hiatus. All right. And um, what else? The Happy Hour podcast. Right. Um, Friday Night Lives, people. It's coming back. It's coming back. Yeah, we'll be back. We edit. We didn't you edit it out last week. Last week, the shit just didn't record. I guess that was God. <laughs> yeah, but we'll be back. We'll be back. All right, guys. Thank you again for tuning in for another episode. Once again, if you're not reading the book attached to make sure you do so you can find it on different platforms where you can get it for free if you really don't like spending money on books which i understand you know teach his own i'm sure it's on youtube you can order the book or you can get it on audible uncle p i will be reaching out to you to see which way you want it thank I got you for tuning in what? i got something to say what what do, what's your man's name? We got to give him a name. The dude that was on last week that actually sent in the um, question. Let's give him a name. It doesn't have to be his real name. He, whatever. Um, Juan? I don't know. Joey? Why he got to be a Juan? He doesn't have to be. He can be whatever <laughs> um, you want him to be. I'm just basically <laughs> giving you something. <laughs> um, I don't know. He could be a Juan. Go ahead. I'm calling Juan. him Pork Chop. So... This no, I don't like pork chop. So, then pick something. I don't know. All right, Juan. Listen. Change the locks, my guy. Change the locks. That's that's. I just wanted to jump back and say that. 
changed a lot because I know this thing is like having sleepless nights still mm. <laughs> over some shit he really shouldn't have sleepless nights over. Love yourself, change the locks. That's all. That's all I want to say. Yeah, and read the book. You know, we should send him a copy of the book. You too. should, just because. You know, I'm gonna throw that in there. Yeah, Wong, you're gonna get a free copy of the book. I got you, because I think this will definitely help you in this healing process. A little bit of counseling never hurt nobody. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks again. We'll see you next week. Stay safe and stay blessed. Please subscribe, rate, and follow Barbie on IG at let underscore me underscore touch underscore you. Facebook at Let Me Touch You Podcast. Twitter at Let Me Touch You 3. And on YouTube at Let Me Touch You Podcast. Want to be featured on Let's Connect? Simply call 929-359-3229 and leave Barbie a message. Your message will be on an upcoming episode. Thank you for the continued support. See you next week. Stay safe. Stay blessed.